Hello and welcome to Dynamic Dice, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm Reed Rickert, and in this campaign, I play Kazarin. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Dynamic Dice. Hope you enjoy. Harmonize the start of the session with Hi! 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 I just look through it. I'm going to put now. coffee liqueur in this one, too. Coffee brandy. Should we use the um, one that Jaden got us? Okay. Thanks for the coffee uh, liqueur, Jaden. Here's your shout-out. Shout out to Jaden and Chris for being such a fan. And Chris, yes. <laughs> Chris is like, what's the next episode coming out? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, shout out to Chris. We're going to get these done, and then we'll record a few. Yep, this will get um, Monday and next week's up, and then we'll start building uh, we, backlog. We start, yeah, a backlog in case we have a scheduling conflict. Like or like when we did. go to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Viva la Mexico. Can we do a one shot in Mexico? Actually, I was talking to a coworker. It says whenever we can. Mac, if you ever want to record a one shot and uh, throw it up as a bonus episode. Um, can we just do one where we're all drunk? Yeah, I'll be that. I'm or working on that slime dungeon if you guys want to ever get together in person Kinky. and run a dungeon. Um, <laughs> get really drunk. That's true. I mean, everyone here has DM before, so we're all good for everyone one shot. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dynamic Dice. I'm your DM, Mac Rickert, and I am now joined by the, as they've earned it, the amazing party. Yeah! Reed, you're up. Whoa, come on, let's switch the order every now and then. Let's go. Th- okay, no. Nope. <laughs> All right, I'm Reed, and I play Kazaran. You've always gone next, let, it, except for session last session, and we screwed it up, and it felt uncomfortable, Grayson. Fine, I'm Grayson, and I play Jacques LaCroix. And I'm Haley, and I play Blake. All right. Well, I think we'll get into some character facts now. Okay, I have Fuck. mine ready. Um... So I uh, use my ice magics to keep myself cool, so I uh, I don't sweat. Um, so if you ever see Kazaran sweating, he's either extremely focused on something else, or extremely distracted, or he's asleep and uh, it's hot out. Does Kaz normally run hot? I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jacques is uh, very, very relieved to be back under uh, his captain. Uh, was kind of freaking out having to be a pseudo leader in the woods with everybody. A pseudo leader. He wasn't actually leading. <laughs> Who made you leader? Well, it wasn't you two. You're in died. And Blake. Oh God, I haven't thought this hard, Mac. Wait, I'm going to come up with one really quick. What's your favorite childhood memory? That's a good one. Uh, trauma. No. <laughs> That's your favorite? <laughs> uh, I mean, I trauma. guess it's a gift from your father. No, okay, how about in the last session, um, Blake tried not to curse by using different words, and that was because growing up, her father would always yell at her and tell her it wasn't ladylike. Hmm. All right. Um... For the year, guys, this is the world fact of the week. This one's a little bit more dense, um, but 
Yorin, while he serves with the aligned forces, he's free cities, but he doesn't really like the empire because a lot of his family died in the succession war that happened about 25 years ago. Uh, the empire had a change in leadership. Well, city-state tried to take advantage of it, and that city-state got wiped out. Oh. And that was the War of the Testing of the Emperor. Heard. Yeah, so uh, while the city-state and the empire work together, they're not always as buddy-buddy as you think. So basically, they squashed, like, a rebellion? Um, one of the city-states of Thak tried to take a land grab in the confusion of the succession because the old dynasty got wiped out. Okay. And uh, the Empire sent a very clear message of what they thought of that. And that is why there's a military tithe and every family is re required to give units to the war effort. Yep. Um, all right. With that really lighthearted fact, I guess let's get into the recap. All right, recap. All right, so... You guys went on a scouting mission. Things went horribly wrong. You crashed on an island. And you guys were trying to regain some materials to rebuild your ship so you can continue your mission. But things have been a little amiss on the island. There are necrotic monsters in the woods that you guys had to fight, led by an unknown individual. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't um, know he's actually Wearing uh, black robes with white accents. You met a captain from the um, Caldera, the fortress you were heading to, who was gravely injured. And in an attempt to heal him, you worked with the natives of the island, specifically Matriarch Sultrin, to uh, lead him to these ancient Telros runes, where you guys put him in front of a magic idol that was meant to heal him. But things went pretty wrong very quickly. You were told you had 15 minutes to be in there and before you get out, but the door shut behind you. And around minute seven, things started going wrong as the idol had an effect on you. It made plants grow rapidly, give you a sickly feeling of restlessness, and you had hallucinations of a time long past in this hospital. <laughs> um, you guys made a series of saving throws as you were bombarded with these mental and physical stimulations, saw this terrible event of these people being warped in the past. And unfortunately, Kazaran has been marked by the whispers. And that will come into play sometime in the future. But when you guys were finally able to leave after healing Yorin's grievous wounds, three days had passed, while only 15 minutes had passed for you. The matriarch was understandably upset, but you guys have moved forward. You went to return Captain Yorin to his men, only to find them missing. Instead, you gathered remnants of his ship, brought him around the side of the island. You're welcome. Found, um, found a ship that was hidden with illusions, wrote a little note for the owner of it, and carried wait. on. Wait, wait. Only to return to your people to find that they were finishing a fight against undead Koatoa. And each other. And they are in an argument with each other. Blows have not occurred. Yet. Yet. Um, it appeared that your friend Gavril and the captain were in an argument about what to do next. And unfortunately, Yorin's men are not there, and we pick up right as the argument is starting to boil up again. Uh, I do want to add one thing. I was reading through my notes, and the guy uh, that was with the necrotic beast in the woods, um, apparently in my notes I've nicknamed him Carol. Carol <laughs> of the Bell. Carol. <laughs> Damn it. What the 
That's all. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that I should add other than Carol is still out there? Ah, uh, no. I think that was that was good. Uh, I had to do push-ups for uh, talking. Talking back. back. Disrespecting a commanding <clears throat> officer. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm still not sure if he's a commanding officer anymore because there's no fleet anymore. Our our kind of hierarchy just captain is captain. How about we sit down, we ask them both their sides, and then we'll uh, yeah. Come oh yes. Up with um, this the original plan was to make two boats: one to send back to a military outpost and possibly the mainland to report what occurred, and the other to continue to the caldera. You see, there are three boats being made now. Oh, oh, Ugh. oh. Not with my wood. <laughs> God damn it. Can you keep it in your pants, please? Thank it's you. in the ocean. I just beached it. All right. Yeah, you beached it. Solterin covers that you guys have been talking with her to negotiate provisions for the last three days. A good cover because right. you're not supposed to talk about what you saw in the Telros ruins to anyone who doesn't know it, which is only the elders of the exiles and the Koatoa of the island. And what? each other. What are we talking about? Right. Huh? Right. Not really. What are we talking about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. yes. Um, one last note. <laughs> Inside the runes, carved jaggedly, was the message, this is not a place of honor. Do not disturb the personification of recovery. And it was signed, the historian. Oh, I probably should have written that down. Oh, I didn't write that part down. I, I didn't write down the signature. I wrote down the inscription. I didn't write... That's holding out. No, he did say it. I didn't um, say it. He did, multiple times. But I don't type... Super fast, so by the time I got to personification of recovery, I'd forgotten it. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to take keen mind, so it's illegal. <laughs> It'd be kind of a useless when you can just go back and listen to the recordings whenever you want. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the greatest note. <laughs> you I've have ever keen had. mind by default. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Good point, good point. Shit, that means I can't retcon stuff. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, you guys are actually in the middle of a desert now, oddly enough. Mac's just going well, to gaslight us into a new place. With the perfect disguise. Get out. <laughs> the ocean is a desert with the perfect disguise. Oh, my God. Somebody get me out of here. All right. I don't know what song I'm talking no, about. Is there a horse with no name? Yeah, there is. <laughs> what if the horse's name was no name? <gasps> a horse's name is Monday. What? <laughs> okay, okay, back to the story. <laughs> a horse has no name. A horse has many faces. <laughs> What do we say to the horse with no name? Okay! Oh, back to Guys, we're five levels um, of illusion here. We. We. Um, so after I finish my push-ups, uh, how is the tensions around the ship? Um, you can see that Gavril and his people are kind of in their camp. So him and his three other adventurers are patching things up. Some of them are doing a little bit of work on the frame of their ship, getting it ready. And there's, they helped the sailors in the fight, um, but there's a little bit of animosity between them. They seem to be in the midst of a disagreement. Jacques is having a mental breakdown over it. <laughs> friends. Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> no. But um, Gavril looks at you guys and goes, well, while you guys were gone, we've been trying to plan what to do next. And Merrick goes, there is no planning to be had. We're sticking with the original. We need to check the caldera, and we need some people to report what's happened. No good argument. Gavril looks and goes, look, with all due respect, you can keep your pay. This isn't worth it anymore. 
There's plenty of work to be had out here in the Caldera, and we don't need to go fighting sea monsters for you to let you know what's probably happened to the damn fortress anyway. Okay, so Gavril, let me Are get this right. Are you just going to give up? Look, we're not Ooh. part of the military. <laughs> we're not part of the military. We get paid. At- we're not salaried. You we're guys paid are by the day. Paid? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Got you. Um, I know. What about the union? And besides, <laughs> we've all got our own missions. To die for a kingdom that didn't care about us isn't in our job. Wait, I didn't say enough to die. <laughs> and Merrick, or uh, Merrick, kind of chimes and goes, "Yeah." You're being a bit too pessimistic here, Gavril. We have a job to do. We have people on the mainland who are counting on us. Um, Captain Yorin, his crew just left the Caldera, the, the fortress, like what, you said like three weeks ago? It's, uh, it was up there. It wasn't long. You know, it was there. Yeah, and uh, Captain Yorin and Captain Merrick like kind of do the whole formal military uh, like greeting and he kind of gives him the quick rundown of what happened there and how when they left the Caldera, it was fine. Okay. And about how they were attacked on the sea. And so Yorin kind of chimes in and goes, I'm going, I'm going back to my post regardless. If I'm taking my men back to our fortress. It might uh, be useful to have some extra muscle along with us. I look awkwardly at Jacques since none of his crew is here. Yorin kind of looks around and realizes that too and goes, speaking of which, have you seen any of our sailors? Merrick, no? And he goes, no, just oh, nothing good has come out of the... No, nothing good has come out of the jungle or of the sea. Only these undead that we've had to be dealing okay, with. Okay, so you're a captain without a crew. You're being a one with us and the other guy we're kind of okay with is what I'm getting. Which is why I'm assuming there's three ships. So I'm getting. Yeah, but how do you captain a ship without a crew? I... Sorry, that was she. How do you build a ship without a crew? If we build it, they will come. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, unless they're dead. All right. Um... Well, we could go with Captain Yorin. Sounds like sounds like Merrick wants to go back to the Empire. Gavril wants to. Um... <laughs> Grayson smack. <laughs> Gavril Just wants do it. to commit. Grayson. <laughs> Gavril wants to leave. The relationship with the military and the army and the fleet, and uh, Yorin wants to return to the the fortress. Uh, that sums it up pretty well. Give me one second. I need to look at the name of the location Gavril is trying to go to. Because do any of us know it? Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I think I may have mispronounced it. Let me see if I wrote down. Has um, should we escort Soul? What's her name? Sultan? Back to the... No, she's a nature You want to walk all the way back? She helped us out with this gust spell. She has the vines. You want to walk all the way... Um, yes, uh, do you Gavril just want to walk back is, I just no, don't want to be by this I'm fighting. I'm catching the vibe you're putting down. <laughs> Gavril says, look, we're going to Greth. Greth? Greth. Uh, Greth is a Greth. subcontinent out in the archipelago. It's the largest island kind of in the center of it. Um, well, Southeast Central. Um, there's a, there's like two or three city-states on it. So it's the fashion of civilization out here. Okay. Um, and it's like, there's plenty of work for us out there. We all have our own reason for being here. It's not really to fight and die for the Empire. So we have helped as far as we can. And I think this is where we part. 
you're all welcome to join us if you would like. Uh, well, I definitely don't want to go with Merrick back to the mainland. Um, Merrick goes, there is another option. Um, Yoren, <laughs> you're set on going to the Caldera, and I don't seem to be able to convince the other crew. We'll, rec- we'll pay you rather handsomely to go get us a report and then meet us back at <clears throat> one of the fortresses that we have out in the, in the archipelago. You'd be just going there with Jorn, getting a status report, figuring out what you can, and then you'd meet us at... He had me at paid. I was going to say, Kenzie <laughs> mentioned money. Isn't that your thing? Um, I, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I got my advance from signing up for the wave, Dan, but... Uh, <laughs> doesn't seem like I got a whole lot of opportunity to spend it here on this end. I mean, you can't spend it for dead either. Yeah, so I don't really want to go back across the open ocean. I kind of like the idea of sticking near these islands. Jacques is conflicted leaving Captain Merrick, but because Captain Merrick is making this idea, is okay with it. And he's still underneath <laughs> Captain Yorn. You still have a Captain figure. We so, um, <laughs> Captain Merrick. I never knew my captain. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I look at the uh, the two other members, Jacques and Blake, and then I kind of give a head nod towards Yorin, like, that's where my vote stands, but I'll hear what you guys have to say. Money? Uh, yeah, I guess. Wait. All right. We'll iron out the details, but it will be a handsome reward. Uh, I am very handsome. Thank, Thank you. I'm handsome? <laughs> All right. We captain. We captain. Uh, so we'll get paid. We still get to go to our original destination, and we don't have to go back. And maybe we see Ocean Daddy? Bye. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of that, Jacques, it kind of looked like uh, you found something. Oh, yeah. Why is it Midwestern? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't nervous. you know? He got really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to tell us something. <laughs> Your accent changes depending on if you're nervous. I'm British and French and... Minnesotan. Minnesotan. I'm not there. great, don't you know? Scoot on by you. At Hannah, what? Hi, Hannah. Yeah, Shock, you have something else to report? Um... When we were dragging the ship, we, we captain, um, uh, there was a, an illusion I broke, and then I wrote a little note. Um, it was a, a dinghy with some runes and a giant rune stone. Uh, okay, that could well, be... Well, I mean, that's them. That could have been, it could have been anybody's. It just was mysterious that there was illusion magic, and like... Typically, if somebody uses illusion, they don't want to Was that yours? And he points at the exile, um, and he points at Sultan, and Sultan goes, no, it wasn't our boat. Our boats are on the south side of the island. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, they are there. Oh, are you wow. Well, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Captain, it, it just seemed <laughs> similar <laughs> to a certain ocean father figure <laughs> that we may have encountered earlier. Like, you see him kind of, like, surveying the bows, ha- kind of half-listening, and then when you see that, he just laser-focuses on you and goes, tell me every detail you have. Do you just want to go to the, bo- the dinghy? It wasn't too far back. Like, halfway to... No, I really want to hear you describe Ocean Daddy in detail. 
Um, I've got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and you just make him bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every time you do it, he's ripped more. Yeah, and he sparkles. <laughs> uh, Captain Merrick takes a look at the boats and goes, no, time is of the essence. We can't spend half a day trekking to go figure this all out. Um, is there any reason we would need to see it? Um, if not, we should continue construction. No, I guess just a warning that uh, someone of maybe same level of ocean daddy is here. We, oui, sir. Oh. Um, Soccer blue. <laughs> si vous plaît. We. Oh. Oui. Okay, We're that's together. bad. We should... Uh, Gavril kind of looks at Merrick and they just kind of like go, we should double time this. And they immediately kind of start getting some of the maybe, lumber ready. Maybe Sultran, with your druid craft and your awakening, kind of how you remove the boat supplies from your ship, maybe you can help us put some stuff together. It could save us a lot of time or get out of here. Maybe <laughs> she should try to evacuate her people. Oh, no, they live here. Do you, I, can, I can impose such They're a burden. No we don't live here. Right we, now you do. We stopped by. Home is where... That's where the nomad is. Home is where the talking dog is. <laughs> <laughs> I bite my tongue, and then I'm like, uh, can't talk about that. <laughs> um, I was going to say the heart effect. Anyway. <laughs> but I stopped myself. Yeah. All right. Um, so it sounds like the crew is going to start kind of double time in the construction. Um, Sothrin is going to say, okay, I can help with the boats, but I think my time might be better spent getting us some provisions and warning my people of the danger. They, well, um, they already know of the danger, but it's hey, time Giovanni. for us to leave as well. Giovanni. Yes. Yes, son. <laughs> Tall one. Uh, can't you tell your people? And we can, we can be a bit, we can be efficient. Giovanni, you go tell them. You go tell. He kind of tilts his head and goes, "Oh, I suppose I could." I tell them. I'm very important, after all. And he kind of stands up a little straighter. No one else can run as fast as you. No one else knows the way. No one else can speak like you do. He is one old yeller. That's all getting the whisk. That's the end of the session. Thank you for coming. All right. Um, and Sultan kind of gives him an eye and goes. Go tell them we'll be there in a few hours to bring the supplies back. Go get them gathering them for us. And if you see any of those creatures that we... Oh, Captain, we killed something in the forest. Anyway, if you see any more of those creatures... I will kill it for you. Uh, Gavril... Uh, not Gavril. Giovanni, you can, um, you can always come get us and we'll kill it again. Well, you can I, I can that. take any kind of bolsters. It's just if anything happens to this dog, I quit. Also, have we told Sothan about yes. Ocean Daddy? You guys... We did. I thought we gave her a great detail. I think you decided no, to... No, we told, told, we told yeah. her. Yeah. Coming back from Yorin's, we did the... Uh, we'll if you would like that. to fill her in on this, you can. Because I just think we should tell her that there might be something of that nature on the island that she's inhabiting. Oh, she she already knew about the monster you killed, but she didn't know about Ocean Daddy. Yeah, that's what I want to say about Ocean the dinghy we found. Okay. Um, yes, uh, so you kind of get the rundown. You tell her about um, Ocean Man. Um, Take <laughs> yes, and um, you also Yorin also shares his encounter with the white or with the black-robed men with white trim that sunk his ship. So now everyone's kind of all caught up at this point. Wait, wait. What's heard in French? Um. White. I don't know. That's, that's the Spanish. Um, <laughs> as you can tell, we're all linguists. 
Um, all right, yeah. So construction begins and people get to work. What are you guys doing? Are you just helping build one of these boats or is there anyone you want to talk to, anything you want to do? Um, I'm assuming I'm helping with the ships as a crew member or is our has our captain issued any new orders? Uh, no, he's kind of giving you free reign to just begin construction and you can tell by the pace you're going, it'll probably take until midday tomorrow to finish these. I think that's what I'll probably help with. Well, if that's the case, then I gotta rest. Okay. Okay. I don't need to rest, but (laughs) Captain, we we killed this thing, and we haven't slept in three days. (laughs) 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 This Uh, is true. (laughs) I'm very conflicted, but we, Captain, three days. Gavril kind of um, Ted out of work here, guys. Gavril, while he's working, kind of like says, "So, um, thing you killed? Did it kind of look like those again?" And he points at some of the uh, Koatoa that are dead on the barricade. Is it Kokono or Koatoa? Oh, I just don't say the name right. Now. <laughs> Coconut. Yeah. Um, you can see a few of them are dead, but a lot of them look like they were dead before the fight began. Like they mentioned before, these were undead Koatoas. Oh, no. Kaz, can you just show them? Oh, yeah, I forget I can do that. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to just like clap my hands together and then um, pull my fingers apart. And uh, there is the image of this grotesque skull thing that Jacques murdered while Blake ran away. Hey, (laughs) there's a kid in the woods. He ran away first. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm going to show them this crazy hook creature with uh, the giant skull face, um, and then I'll show them uh, Jacques stabbing it through the eye hole, and uh, you know, then do a little applause. Like, yeah, we saw that. We, yeah, we saw that thing. Um, Alright, Captain Merrick sees this, and he looks at you and goes, Jacques! Wait. And he holds out his hand for a handshake. Is he gonna suplex you again? Bonus? I hope not. Congratulations, <laughs> Lieutenant. <gasps> oh! Pay raise, pay raise. <laughs> this is the best day of Jacques' life. <laughs> um, Gavril is looking at this thing, though, and he looks troubled. Silent tears. I like, know it, like, <laughs> that? <laughs> it did good. Well, Jacques did most of it. I, I took the uh, focus, it, and I'll show it, like, cutting me down, like, most of my health. Like, I took most of the, uh, yeah. Huh. He kind of looks down at himself and looks at you and goes, maybe you should look at getting some armor. I couldn't, I'm not strong enough to carry it. Oh. Maybe you should be getting some uh, pre-combat. Caffeine in it really helps. Ah, uh, pre-combat? <laughs> Storm bread. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, and I got this! And I hold up the bell. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, From the kid. Carol! You... <laughs> Probably the kid not. was not the one who had the bell. The bell was from the guy with no, the black robe. No, you said 15 to 16 The kid old. wasn't the one who attacked so, you. So when we first went, there was a kid waiting by a bush, and I saw Bro, I literally thing. wrote monster attacks. You saved the child, and there was the guy who was controlling the monster in, in the, the black Well, this is from the guy that was controlling the monster Carol. in the black room. Yeah, Carol. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know him. <laughs> oh, wait, after I got voted. Yes. I literally changed um, it on my character sheet. Um, Lieutenant but I know you guys had some questions for Gabriel regarding this. This is a good chance to ask them. What would you like to know? Everything. Uh, <laughs> I had fallen away from the captain because I don't really want Captain Merrick to hear me uh, questioning his authority. I'd be like, uh, hey, Gabriel. All right, Gabriel, so, uh, Kaz, I think we need to make an alliance and vote Merrick off. 
Uh, I don't do voting blocks. I'll just win every immunity from here until the end of the game. Um, anyway, back to this game. Survivor Sorry, jokes. Yes. <laughs> Those are survivor jokes. Um, so, Gabriel, uh, can you tell me what Merrick did that made you so mad at him? Like, I, I think he's just doing his best, doing his duty, and it might not be wise to travel across the open sea, you know? That's where that thing is. All right. Look, Stay Kaz. in the shallows. I'm going to level with you on this. We saw what that guy can do. We're, that's a bit above our pay grade. Besides, most of us weren't planning to come back from the Caldera. We wanted to come out here, get paid for a job, and then go become adventurers out here. That's true. I didn't want to go back. Oh, he made it sound like we were all going to die right there. (laughs) No, no. We're, we don't want to go to a place that we, we don't think it's worth the risk. And we have already gotten our ride out here, as bad as that sounds, but we each have our own missions to do. We have our own purpose out here, and it no longer aligns with the fleet. We weren't part of the military to begin with. We're contractors. Private citizens, I know. Yeah. So uh, Specialists. It's just been They're an argument. He's saying he needs our help. We're saying it's not our job anymore. Did you, by chance, find Huron? Holy crap. I haven't seen Huron. <laughs> no. The search continues. Yeah, but again, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys are going to the Caldera, but well, we'll be over other, at Grunt when you guys are done if you want to grab a drink later. One other We'd thing. We'd like to hear about what happened there anyway. Gavril, for you, I, I don't really know a whole lot about this, but it seems like you went to school for it. Uh, Blake's been doing some really weird stuff. Um, maybe you could talk with her before we leave. Uh, uh, I don't really have anything to tell her because I just kind of do it. She's... I can't answer her questions. Maybe you can. Um. Okay, she's been doing some weird. Look, I'm not really good with team building exercises. That seems like. Meanwhile, <laughs> um, in the background of your conversation, like just Jacques, like running. Uh, we've for been his... sailing together, but we're not really no, that no, good no, of friends no, no, yet. No. You misunderstand. <laughs> uh, we're not really yeah, friends. I'm trying to keep yeah, up. It's, uh, it's magic. She's doing magic. Oh. She got here. She said she'd never done magic before. We crashed onto this island, and ever since she saw that sea creature, maybe she unlocked some repressed ability or something, but uh, it's not magic like my magic. It Maybe it's like your magic. Hmm. Oh, it doesn't exactly sound like it. Mine was one through study. Well, um, but you know more than me. I've got a bit of an education in it, I guess. I Look, I don't know her well enough to go up and... Ask her about it, but if she I'll, comes I'll, and approaches me, I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll let her know that you have opened the door. Yeah. Also, you said you had something else that you were talking about earlier. Mm. Been a, it's been. A, I haven't slept in three days, Gavril. This is Grayson talking to Reed, but uh, do you still have blood on your? Ear? Are you oh. still covered? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, actually, Gavril, um, I I got wounded again. Um, can you, can you help me out? Tripping. No scab, no scar. Yeah, anything. I show up, no scab, no scar, like a super slit, like, sh- shirt sleeve, and, uh, just covered in blood, and I'm like, you think you could do that, um, different type of magic? The, the, I know what it's called. Presentation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure thing, yes. Um, <laughs> and he kind of snaps his fingers, and the blood disappears on it. All right, well, that took care of the thing I was forgetting. Um, actually, <laughs> monster. That's what you were talking about earlier. The, you oh. said you just sold me out. Well, yeah. uh, that creature, um, do you need to see it again? I don't really like 
No, I, I oh, saw. Yeah, uh, Why the hell did you guys find that thing? Like, um, it kind of <laughs> was a. I don't know. We just were walking through the forest, the, the jungle, and uh, it was gonna kill this kid. And we kind of stumbled on it, and when we yelled at it to stop it from murdering that child, uh, it just attacked us. And it looked like it was some type of undead, but a weird shape. Yeah. You're certain that was like a human skull that it had in the chest. It was oh, yeah, human I'm show the picture again, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, look, it's got the, it's got the whole thing. Oh, man, that's bad. That's really bad. I've never seen this before, but I've heard about it. It's, heard about it's look you know how there's certain types of magic that are illegal and how they kind of lifted the ban on casual necromancy oh yeah free labor <laughs> yeah <laughs> decriminalized mushrooms <laughs> yeah they decriminalized them <laughs> yeah yeah we just uh, accepted they just wanted to raise a family it's useful yeah <laughs> I, I know um this is a kind of necromancy that has never been acceptable. What? It, what type is it? Look, okay. So normal necromancy, it's pretty straightforward. You reanimate a corpse. To you tell the party. <laughs> you make the magic, I mean, my make the body move. It's a puppet. Mm-hmm. This is not that. This is inviting something to inhabit a corpse. No, we call these things death shapers. Shapers, yeah, death shapers, corpse distorters, body manglers. They're <laughs> they're a nasty thing, and they're mm. well. The other one's a puppet. These things are more like a rabid dog on a leash. They have a will of their own. They're malicious. We're not quite sure where they come from, but no, we've even tried to suppress the knowledge of how to make one inhabit a body. So what type of thing is invited in? That's what we don't know. No one knows. Does it... Uh, we simply call them the others. The others? Um, is there any... Uh, 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 is there any um, record of those things messing with people without inhabiting them? Hmm. No reason, just curious. It's not a big deal. If you don't know, I'll just... Uh, nah, it's fine. I couldn't tell you that. It was, was maybe a wizard who spent more time studying necromancy could, but no, uh, I don't think you have to worry about one just dropping in out of nowhere. They need an invitation. Ah, good, good. Then uh, I think that's all you know. It's good to know, especially if we're going to be splitting ways here. Yeah. I think that's uh well don't mess with them if you can they're they're a dangerous dangerous yeah, bunch yeah they were i mean you almost i whew, i saw the doors <laughs> uh yeah without jock i would have died for sure i don't know where blake went but um <laughs> where i'm building the ship oh i was talking to gabriel about the fight there oh. i almost died he's uh, selling me out again <laughs> you ran from a fight <laughs> So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head on over there, gotta, you know, help with the, the supplies, but thanks for, thanks for talking, Gabriel. Ah, uh, don't mention you, it. I wish you well, and I'll see you when the ships are ready. Ah, safe travels to you as well. Um, what's that old saying they usually say? 
Uh, may the Lady of the Fair Tides watch over you. All right. <laughs> and also with you. And also with you, too. Um, and, and then I'm going to, like, quickly... Sailor talk. Yeah, I'm going to quickly, like, walk over. Like, Yacht, Blake, Jacques Blake, Jacques Le Blake. Oh, that's Lieutenant Jacques. <laughs> Forgive me, Lieutenant. Uh, I need to speak with the two of you. Please. Um, I'm just going to call them over real quick and tell them about the Death Shapers, Course Chasers, Body Manglers, and I think uh, Death Shaped is a good... Uh, okay, Bodybuilders, got it. Oh, <laughs> body builders. You're right now. Damn it. You know they're using that pre-combat. Uh, so I, I filled them in like, yeah, so that's what Gabriel thinks they are. We can kill another one. Yeah, we can kill another one. Hey! Sorry, Blake. I'm just a little... There hot. was a guy in the... Well, I mean... Oh, where hey. else did she get this creepy bell? Yeah! Okay, that's that's a plus one to Blake. Oh, Jazz. One thing I forgot to ask. You know where those came from? And he points at the uh, zombie Koatoa dead on the barricades. Didn't we kill those the first time? Oh, no. We burned those ones. Oh. Wait. Is there somebody raising these Koatoa... Well, I just think evidence points to that at this point. I don't know anybody. I don't know about anybody on the island who would uh, be able to have that necromancy. Yeah, it's almost if they had like a, a necrotic bell of some sort. Wait a second. Blake, you're not lying? <laughs> oh, wow. Look who's not lying now. Uh, Blake? Blake might have seen a necromancer. Oh, the dude in the woods? A hallucination? The dude in the black robe with the white trim. As soon as you say that, Yorin just goes, Black robe's white trim? Oh. Black yeah. robe's white trim. There's a set of that in the boat that we told him about. Bluefires, red thorns, bluefires. <laughs> <laughs> Yorin just... <laughs> you see Yorin like, This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorized. <laughs> <laughs> Yorin gets like a steely look in his eyes and goes, I'm gonna go burn that boat. Wait, take wait, Blake wait. with you. Hey! Um, and he kind of like gets some supplies and he gets he goes off to go burn the boat. Wait, I want to see. Yeah, because I can recognize you. it. All right. I'm gonna stay with the ship. I've got to split the party. I gotta help build the boat. All right. I'm gonna split the party. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mac. <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, you guys get there and you see Ocean Daddy. Where are you going? <laughs> Lieutenant Jock, where are you going? Uh, I think I'm actually overhearing this. I'm gonna go tell Captain Merrick. All right. You get, by um, the time you get back, they're already. <laughs> yeah. By the time you get back, they're already around the bend. Um, and, yeah. So you guys, you remain. You keep building the stuff, and Yorin and you are there, and you see the boat. You see Jock's message in the sand. And he looks at the cloths and... I'd like to correct his writing to W-R-O-U-I. And he looks down at that and he looks at you and goes, You saw this on the island? Yeah, that's the um, cloak that the guy was wearing. Hmm. With the bell. <laughs> Blake. Don't bring it. <laughs> you bring me this man alive, I'll make sure you get a few rounds of drinks when we get to the caldera. So I don't really I'd like want any drinks. Okay, um, look, 
If you can get me this man alive, I'll get you what but you I want. But I don't want a manhunt through the forest either. That's more of the other two's job. I have a feeling. Eh, maybe Kaz. I don't, I don't think he'll actually go back in there. It's kind of a wuss. <laughs> but Jock might. <laughs> Just ask him as, as your lieutenant. Uh, he's not he's Merrick's. He's Merrick's lieutenant. Got yeah, her. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, look. But yeah, that's definitely it. Let me know if you see this guy. I'd like to go through these clothes. Like, if there's anything... We're going to touch everything. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Sixth level. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you take a... You didn't touch eight, anything. You didn't oh. I touched the bush and it disappeared and that was it. I touched it. You find... Um, what do you have on his person instead? That is the question. I'm not looking for money. I'm looking for... I don't care about the money. You're looking for clues? This is Scooby-Doo. Yeah! Shirt. You find a few provisions there. Okay. Um, you find... Hmm. Take the rope. Do I want the rope? I'm probably going to take his clothes. Could be useful later. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Okay. You are able to take the clothes. Let me see what he had on him for loot. He had two diamonds, each worth more than 300 gold. <laughs> he has a bear trap under the clothes. Oh. Roll to see which hand is lost. Okay. No. Um, I'm going to need your mage hand for the other hand at all times. No. That would be so creative. Are you kidding me? <laughs> In the bush that wasn't an illusion is a bear. <laughs> okay, um, you take the clothes and you find that there is a note between the upper part and the lower part, like the pants and shirt. Uh, looks to be a letter that's already been opened. Um, but you don't see really anything of material wealth in there. Okay, I want to open the letter. Okay. Um, you see on this note, <clears throat> I gotta keep it on the same page, it says in like an elegant flowing script, the time is now, my disciples. We have prepared long enough. I will scatter their forces and we shall begin the hunt for the relics we require. The new, the new world requires your zealous fervor. Collect them and return to time's lament embassy. Fear not, you will be blessed by their gifts, guided by their whispers. The listener. Times Lament Embassy. So we got the historian now and the listener. The embassy. And the embassy. I'm gonna keep the note. I have no idea what it means. Actually, can I pull from pull from knowledge? Yeah. Uh, See if I know what it means. Or you any can of it means? roll me a Arcana check if you would like. Let's go. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, sorry. Fifteen. I know. You don't really know much. Um, you know of a relic you've seen in the last day, though. That's about it. Is a heart back? Yeah, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you uh, see that there... You have the note now. And... Yoran looks at you and goes, anything else you need? I don't believe so. Great. And he drops the torch. And oh, shit. It just goes up in flames. All right, we took the cloak. We took the note. And the food? 
Oh no. <laughs> the <laughs> no, I'm gonna We don't want that necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking his shoes. <laughs> yeah, you took his clothes. You took his shoes. I'm coming for your left shoes and I'm shitting him. <laughs> All right. You return to the camp then at that point. Or, or yeah, Yorin just kind of yeah. spits once on the fire and starts walking. Would you guys back. see like little smoke in Gabriel? the distance? Uh, no, Yorin um, went with you. Gabriel did not. Oh. Yorin wanted this dead because he had a run in with these guys before. He doesn't want I wanted like to pickpocket him through the boat. Mm. Yeah. All right. Are we almost done with these boats. Yes, you're back um, now. I just imagine I come walking on. back. There, uh, people are kind of bedding down to get some sleep. The guard is a little more extensive now. Instead of it being one or two people, it's like three or four. They've got the barricades. They're all arms out, ready for a fight. Did we burn the zombie proto thingies? Uh, not yet. You've been more focused on getting out of here. Okay. 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 All right, and it's getting to about early afternoon. Um, not getting. More middle afternoon. Uh, they're starting to like begin thinking about what to do if nightfall. And Sultrin uh, starts thinking, you guys, and goes, Okay, we might want to head back to my camp to get the supplies so we can get you out of here tomorrow. I'm going to get my people ready to leave as well. We should probably check on Giovanni too. Yeah, we should probably. So I don't want Sultrin to go alone. Oh, I was going to use your help to get the materials back. I know, yeah, I was going to say, Lieutenant. Maybe we should escort her. Captain! <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do the thing that we just talked about. <laughs> All right, uh, Lieutenant, if you spend three days again, you're getting demoted. <laughs> the pit like goes sheet white, just pure panic in his eyes. Actually, that's a good point. We need to get out of here. We will leave if you guys are three days gone again. But we have the provisions. We can look at the provisions. Oh, crap. I let those burn. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> you did what? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And uh, Into this the is probably time for you guys. If you're heading out that way, now is a good time to go. I say vominos. I'd like right. to stay. <laughs> I'm going to let those two go. You're, you're staying? Stay? I'm going to stay. If you guys are just going to... What if something no? happens in the woods? What if you could well, you could talk to Gavril before we leave. Yeah, you could uh, have a conversation with him when you get back before everyone goes. What if you okay, try to kidnap right. your bird friend? Dude, your mini's real. <laughs> okay, right. fine. Um, are you talking to Gavril, or do you want to do that when you get back? We'll do that when I get back. Okay. In that case, you guys begin heading towards the camp. And I'm going to take a quick break to run to the bathroom. Swack. Run, no, Mac! Hurry. Run, Mac! Today's episode is brought to you by. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Tweet at us where you're listening from. We have some people in Belgium who have listened to us consistently. And I'm like, is somebody VPNing to download this? Or is there actually somebody in Belgium listening to us? If you are, tweet at us at Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, at Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, tweet at Dungeons and Dragons. Tweet us at. Uh, at Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Jeremy Crawford. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I read his tweets. Um, yeah, tweet at us at Dynamic Dice D&D, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out. Okay, uh, time to eat. Oh, 
I can think about yeah. we're going into this whole new world. Just. You guys are heading towards Sulfidin's camp. Um, are you talking about anything on the way over there, or are we just fast travel? Um, Can I just fast travel? I'm going to ask her, like, uh, Sulfidin, are there always, like, Koatoa that attack along these islands? Uh, Do they attack you and your exiles, your nomads? Not very often. Uh, some of them are, it's, some of them are roving bands that are not very friendly or helpful. That's you. Bless you. Thank you. Sorry. But uh, the ones on this island, not usually. We have un- we have a deal with them. We have an arrangement. Uh, and uh, you've never seen them undead before. No, I'm very concerned. So okay, uh, that seems strange. Yes, Shaq. Can I also be perceptive as we're going through these woods? Yes. <laughs> you can go ahead and roll me a perception check. Um, no, but yeah, we um we kind of have a deal with the Koatoa that. They watch the place of power for us while we're away. They let Is us that know. where we were? Yes. Okay. The Telras Runes, the place of power. Jacques rolled an eight. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> business as usual. You just I don't like that. You rolled a dice and then went business as usual. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're following some uh, wooden carryings through the woods again, or like the sculptures that lead you to the exile camp. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but no, the Koto are... Some of them will attack travelers, but we have a deal with them. All right. It helps oh, being able to speak their language. That would be nice, yeah. Yeah, I speak turtle lizard monster, too. <laughs> she just says that to you, expecting a response. We. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> we have no idea what he just admitted to. <laughs> she takes a step back. It would have been worse if I responded. It was like, fuck your mind. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, she keeps uh, taking you guys to the woods. Um, and you guys reach her camp without incident. Um, you see Giovanni is going around barking orders at the exiles. Uh, You're way too proud of that one. That would hurt. He's <laughs> uh, like, yes, get that there. A little more of the fire kiwi in that one. Uh, we need those barrels of water topped off. You go to the spring. And they're getting things ready. And you guys are kind of coming in at the final stages of this. And well, It looks like there's not a whole lot for us to do. High five the mage hand. <laughs> yeah, so it's um all kind of coming together here. And Sultan is talking to the other elders, telling them that they need to be ready to leave very quickly. And kind of giving them all the rundown on things aren't really great here. Yeah. Well, it looks like you've done a doggone good job, Giovanni. <laughs> no. I'm a good boy. I got like sits down and like, oh, why you want to go on a treat? Oh, I don't have anything. Do you have fire kiwi still? <laughs> Giovanni, stop begging. 
And he kind of like lets this little like puppy whimper and gets oh back to work. The best boy. Racist best boy. Did <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. call me good old boy? Oh, <laughs> cut it. Hate it. That was a bad joke. Oh, no. All right. Um, but as you guys are kind of getting the last of the touches and they're bringing some of these casks and um, bundles of provisions to the boats, you hear a rustling in the woods and um, labored breathing. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> as um, a Koatoa actually runs into the camp. And he kind of like stumbles, falls to a knee, looks I'm, up yeah, at Solther and goes, rawr, rawr, rawr. and lets loose kind of like a pained yell. And she immediately walks over to this thing and starts talking with it. Are you going to have this conversation? Uh, I no, have like, please don't make me. Because I have to get ready for my somatic components. Um, I'm like, I got my hands in the traditional Skyrim evocation pose. What the fuck? Last time I saw these things, we were fighting them. Yeah, and as it looks over at you, it kind of looks a bit scared and points at you. And goes, I should stop making these fish noises. They're terrible. No, they're really good. <laughs> um, uh, points at him specifically or points us? Points at you guys. Ah, oh, crap. And she kind of like makes a soothing gesture and keeps talking with a little bit and they have this back and forth. And... She eventually stops, puts a hand on it, gives him a little bit of healing magic to make the wound less critical. And she looks at you guys and goes, we have a problem. Yeah, we could tell we. that. Ah, ah, yeah. ah. Um, <laughs> she, I don't even know if that was a we or a we. <laughs> Haley's done with me. <laughs> done with me. She looks at some of the other exiles and goes, get the provisions on the boat, take them over to, you'll find a camp of sailors on the east side of the island, give them to them. We'll meet you over there, hopefully by nightfall. Supply Yorin first. Uh, yes. Um, Just don't, in case. Do not return to camp. Stay on the water. And um, she looks at you guys and goes, we need to go. I'll, talk, I'll tell you as, after we're out of the camp. We. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, are we walking towards the power site, the place of power? Yeah. You guys Uh-oh. are starting to walk forward and... Um, <laughs> danger. This Koatoa, uh, he actually doesn't go with you. He begins helping the exiles. She told us that they defend the place of power. Is he injured? Yeah. And they said, don't go. They said, stay near the water. Why are we whispering? I don't know. I think they're probably, I don't know. Yeah. They, they should know what's happening. If they just came and tell. Hey lady, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, you're not so friend has wised up. We we might need to go stop him. Which, which not so friend? Yeah, Ocean Daddy. I'm not. N- no, no, not, Carol? not that guy. Carol. Carol. Oh. Basket. <laughs> Carol. I suppose Carol is a good enough name as any. He's uh, he decided to stop trying with the humans and uh, tried to work with the Koatoa instead. Oh, we saw the evidence of that at camp. Remember? Yeah, we um, I was concerned about that, but oh. he uh, he's apparently not an idiot. 
Um, and as you guys are trekking through the woods, you see something that you kind of missed on your first Can look I do through something because you weren't seeing it. As preparatory? Um, yeah, go ahead. So I want to um, use uh, one <laughs> of my spells <laughs> called Silent Image. Uh, let me just see how long. Uh, so right before we get to where this Koatoa is expecting us, I can create a 15-foot cube illusion that is believed until proven fake. Okay. I just want to represent our party 15 feet ahead of us, where we're still inside the zone, but we're masked by the illusion. So it okay, it's like a self-displacement. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so if we are <laughs> to walk into an ambush like we did last time, it will just go straight for the illusion. Burn and surprise round, yeah. Yeah, I and I'm willing to spend a spell slot on that, but I only have 10 minutes of that, so once we get close, I'll okay. Yeah. Um, and as you are trekking through the woods, you see something you missed on your previous uh, run-through. You see that there are clear signs of a struggle around the island, and you see a corpse of a Koatoa that looks like it was dragging itself through the bush. Why don't you roll me an investigation, or perception check? That'd be more accurate. Oh, great. Ten. All right. I got I 11. <laughs> I hope you can hear that. Um, do you know the number that rolled? Still, right? I think that's I think on the drops, floor yeah. rolled. That's on the floor rolled. Oh, that's much better. 19. Okay. Uh, with a 19, you see this one on the ground, and you see another one 50 yards ahead. And it, you see some foot traffic through this place. Nice. Just stay close to our copies. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't speak the thieves can't but, <laughs> yeah you see that there seems to be a string of injured ones and the, the, like for a while like a couple down the path yeah uh, I say we follow the dead the injured bodies okay um, it's so awkward we're walking past these injured things and none no of no they're not they're not injured they're dead now oh it looks like um, I guess follow an investigation check might be the best way to get a little more information about this um, but uh, you're just following what the What kind of injuries do they have? Um, Lacerations, contusions? Yes, abrasions. it looks like there are, there's some bludgeoning, but for the most part, it looks like there is a serious wound or two on them. But with your, uh, I guess you, this is different than perception, so it's a matter of medicine if you want to get the exact details. I do. I got another 10. All right, I'll move a 10. That's a deep cut. That's a mortal wound. One. Um, you're honestly not sure how they died from this. Are they cuts? Yeah. So they're definitely cuts, not yeah. bludgeoning. Um, with a 10, you can see that the cuts seem to be in the same spot on each of them. I look at my That's wrist. That's a weird one. Uh, you look at your wrist. Ritualistic by chance? Like they're identical injuries? Uh, identical injuries. Ritual could be one reason. Ceremonial. Uh, Blake, were you rolling for that or no? I didn't see shit back. I rolled like a three. Okay. I think they're no. asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think they're asleep. You're like, oh, we could just wake them up. And... Yeah, you go to slap them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she just sees me. Oh, wake up! Wait! Wait! <laughs> Jacques, Jacques. They're gone. They're gone. You gotta let them go. And she goes, I... Don't like this. And they do seem to be leading towards the place of power. And Okay, that's probably when I would summon forth my illusion. Okay, yeah. You guys are about five minutes out. 
you see that um, as you get close to the place of power, it's scorched. The moss has been burned away. And oh boy, as you get to the center of it, you hear um, frustrated yelling. Jacques withdraws his weapons. <laughs> Damn it! Why won't it open? As you hear the voice on his side. Oh, sorry. Jacques and is still so proud that he got it open. So. And you hear a... Hey, silence! You did your part. Thank you for leading me here. And a stab and the one last... As it goes silent. Uh, that was a little dramatic. I'm going to stealth. Same Z's. All right, roll me stealth. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if I hear someone talking on the illusion also rolling still? Um, it is. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make noise. Okay. But it is still going to go uh, ahead of us. 21. Oh, this is... Oh, 16! Wait, I have a minus to stealth, don't I? Where's my case sheet? Uh, stealth, 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 stealth. I have plus two! I have 18! Jacques, you're a good teacher. <laughs> I got 10. Um... Okay. We're 15 feet yeah, it's also a really good thing because uh, I got a nat 20. Ooh. So he hears something. Probably for Yeah, he hears something and he just turns, like... He sees her illusion. We're just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's good to do. So our illusion is just us walking up, so... It's you again. You come to return what's mine? I do have just like a weird question more for Reed. Is the is it an exact copy of an illusion or is it your perceptions? No, it's like, an exact version. Oh. I just wanted like a giant. Like, oh, I can give you that if you request it. Yeah, uh, Jacques has requested a tremendous addition to his curly Q mustache. Like probably a, what was that like two feet of mustache <laughs> curled into these giant spirals? Absolutely. <laughs> also, which. One of you is Jacques! My mage hand points towards the illusion of the Jacques with the giant. You burned my boat! (laughs) 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 He is foaming at the mouth as he says this. And. (laughs) Do you have any idea how much that is? <laughs> this man, like you, now that you can all kind of get a better look at him, his like slender face with like slicked back hair is just in a mask of pure rage. And he goes, "I think my new crew would like to have a word with you." And he snaps his fingers, and you see these zombies begin to sh- shamble to their feet from the ground next to him as the remainder of Yorin's crew rises to face you. Oh, no. And I would like you all to roll initiative. Oh. God damn it, Haley. <laughs> what? initiative? 21. No, I got five. All right, um. I got 12. And you got 21. Um, so, Mac, let me clarify my spell real quick because it's the first time we've used it in combat. Um, so, basically, it says. Um, you love me. We'll talk about this later. Must use its but action I'm, to wait, examine but I have the this image mm-hmm. to determine if it's real or not. 
If the yeah. I took the man's shoes, Grayson. Okay. So, hi. Oh, wheat. So, an attack that would hit would be a way of displacing. Yeah, they see it like, well, it doesn't displace. It would see the arrow go through it. Like, wait a second, that's not That's okay. That's a great way of So, then they still have to make, they still have to investigate investigation against my spell save to recognize it as fake. Okay, but they would need that first attack to do that. They believe it. At first. All right. Um, Until they oh, use economy to her, her as well. Determine. I'm going to taunt this guy with his own shoes. <laughs> you should okay. put on the cloak. What am going to do? It's so long you can't run with it. Do, 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 do. We are putting you all in order now. Are you threatening me? No. Over Snooktop? Um, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yes, um, the order is, it is this man with four zombies in front of him. Uh, kind of standing as a guard. And he, yeah, he looks rather frustrated. There's a few dead Koatoa behind him, but he has not raised them. Um, and Hello? there's a lot of blood on the door, and the runes above it are lit. What'd you get? 21. 21. All right. So Jacques, you are first. Okay, and we're about how far away? Uh, you are, you're 15 feet back from your guys, and your guys, I'm going to say, are about 30 feet away. So I could probably get to the zombies? Uh, I'd allow that, yeah. Okay. I'd say you could get there um, with that, but you're, you have the illusion in front of you as well. Hurt, hurt, just don't go through it. Just go around our copies. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he would just see his copies. I would like to go around and, like, sneak attack one of the first zombies that are available. Okay. Um, And, right, I have to roll stealth for them. Or not stealth for them. Perception for them. What was your stealth again? 21. All right. Um, One of them kind of flicks its head as it realizes that there's something there, but it can't make out exactly where you are. Perfect. So, roll me your attack. Awesome possum. So this is going to be a first attack is going to be a short sword swipe, and then I'm going to do my bonus action as a second one. But this first one is going to be my sneak attack. It's a 19 to hit. A 19 to hit. Yeah, that will definitely hit. Awesome. So that's a d6 plus 3 is 7, plus another d6. Roll. That's a total of 13 damage on the first attack. 13 damage on the first attack. All right. And then, is it, I'm assuming it's still standing? Yeah, zombies cool. are a little bit more tanky. Then I <clears> do <throat> another roll to hit, and that is a 15 to hit. A 15 will hit. Awesome. <laughs> Second hit, max damage, that's nine. Nine. A nine damage to that. Okay, so that's 21 damage total. All right. <laughs> 21 stealth, 21 <laughs> initiative, 21 damage. Nice. That was a pretty good round. Is there anything else you're doing? I use my bonus action to attack, so I'm done. All right. Uh, next up is Solthrin. She is with you. Zombies were there? there were four zombies, but hold off on that for a quick second. You'll understand. Um, all right. Solthrin is going to... She's going to cast Bark Skin. got to remember the exact wording of this spell. Bark Skin? Does oh. the dog disappear? 
Giovanni went with them on the boat. She wasn't willing to take him into combat. But uh, if my internet allows it, I will get the exact wording and see who she's going to cast this on. Oh, okay, so it has to be touch. So she is going to put it on. I'm going to roll between Blake and Kaz. It's going to Blake. Um, and Blake... What? Did you do it on herself? On Sultan? Yeah. She could do it on herself, but she's she's not quite a fighter. She's more of a support character. So are we! <laughs> hey, man, I think he's the better pig! Uh, you can point to me. She goes to touch you. She just and I'm like... like Please do, that's fine. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, Kaz, good luck. And she touches you and the clothing on you suddenly morphs to be shaped like wood. And it has a much thicker... Hey, I'm uh, wearing a dark have... green hunting outfit with penguin tails. Your nice. AC is now 16. Oh, I get a plus one to me. So stop me out of wood, do you feel dirty? Um, I feel like I just used too much starch, and the dry cleaner got it wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, and that's going to be her action. She's kind of just ready to help you guys as she can. Okay. Then, um, we go to this man wearing his... Carol. Carol, yes. We'll, we'll call him Carol for now. Carol! He looks at you guys and goes, ah, You... Destroyed my last companion. Let's see how you like this one. Was it the bird? And he... (laughs) The abomination. He touches something on his chest and he says something in a language you are not familiar with. And his eyes glow a dark shade of purple. And lastly, you hear him say, Other, return to the world. Become one once more. And you see the zombies, damaged as they are, just kind of touch each other and meld together into a new creature. You hear a sickly snapping of bones as they combine into a single mass. And over the course of six seconds in this rapid transformation, you hear the groans of zombies begin to change and shift into a snarling growl. As suddenly before you stands a two-headed canine-like figure. Yes. It's a new enemy. It's in my space. Do I get an attack of opportunity? I'll say you get a slash in on this, sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one with bark skin, and I'm intimidated. <laughs> All right. I'm intimidated. Yeah. So go ahead and roll me your attack against this guy. 19. 19. Wait. That will hit. You must. Eight. Eight damage. Okay. And I don't have much. <laughs> Level two. <laughs> I gotta do quick mass. How controversial should I be? <laughs> All right. People who aren't in the party with us. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, a, it's just a woman, right? Do you think she's cool? Uh, secret for a secret. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, and this creature snarls and glares at you as it looks like it's readying an attack. But next up is actually Blake. What do you do? Malake. Malake. You get Carol. I'll help Jacques. Can you give me the scary guy? Yes. (laughs) I'll take the scary dogs. 
Sir, I would really like to just be friends. You can be my friend Why after you you're dead. I, no, that's not how this works. We could just be friends and you could just like me. And as I say that, Blake unknowingly cast Charm Person. Ooh. All right. Um, I have to roll a... Wisdom saving throw. Oh, boy. So, this guy, his stat block, as he is a bit of a fanatic, has advantage against oh, being charmed. Oh, off, Mac. Hey, I didn't make the stat block. I just stole it. Okay, um, he got a... Where's the saving throw part? Uh, if they don't have it specifically, you just add the modifier. Okay, uh, he got a 19. Yeah, passes a level two. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it kind of just looks at you and goes, Can't we be The Graven Disciples do not fall to such tricks so easily, Willbreaker. The Graven Disciples? And he oh, looks right. like he's ready you're to both. sling a spell at you. So you're leather. <laughs> and I pull out the leather and I hold it up and I wave it. <laughs> you! Alright, yeah! Come get it! I am going to kill you, and then Jacques, I am going to kill you in a worse way. But also, God. God. <laughs> he's dumb, man! I just showed the man. Oh, and your shoes! <laughs> it's leather. leather. <laughs> you took my shoes! I just kill people. I don't do that kind of indignity. Go get him. Oh, uh, I'm gonna take more than the shoes when I come back. All right. Next up is Kazaran. Kazaran. Awesome. So I'm gonna be doing a lot this turn because I already have a spell I'm concentrating on. Oh boy. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to um, modify um, my illusion. Okay. Uh, to create, um, actually, no, I'm just going to take all of us that are in the illusion, the secondary party, the four of us, and I'm going to have them kind of surround this creature so it doesn't know which one to attack. It gives it four more bodies to attack, and I'm going to run and uh, kind of give Jacques the flanking he so desperately needs to find weak points. Like, Jacques, I'm, I'm wearing armor! <laughs> I'm just like still holding my shirt. So I'm like, actually going to uh-huh. step in front of Jacques because I'm casting Chill Touch at this thing. This okay. is my action. So um, I create a skeletal, ghostly, uh, frigid hand, and I get to make a ranged spell attack against this creature. And I have plus five to my um, attack rolls. Off the table. Uh, ten. A 10 does not hit. Why can't I hit with chill touch? <laughs> you suck. No. Um, well, in that case, uh, that sucks. I haven't landed a spell. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, so it's always next turn. When you're dead. When I level up, I'm not going to use this spell ever again. So uh, oh, no. I stand in front of Jacques, and I have the four. I, I make sure I have my copy of the image next to me. And then I have the rest of them kind of half-mooned around this uh, undead dog to okay. distract it. And so with the spell, I, after he attacks one, he rolls an intelligence check. So, yes, so if he chooses to... Um, if there's anything that would make him suspicious of the illusion, such as attacking it, or an uh, intelligent creature being like, hey, there's no bridge here. There's, you know, yeah. Wow, there's two, co- two sets of these people. Um, they have to use an action to make... Uh, an intelligence save against my 
Um, okay. Spell save DC. So it's an int save. Got it. Let me double check for you. Um, investigation. It's an investigation check. It's not a save. Okay. Sounds Intelligence good. investigation check. Then in that case... Is uh, it up next? It is up next. It is going to make an attack. And since there's four of you over... There's six around it right now. Yeah, so... I'm going to roll a d6 to see if he gets lucky. Oh, nice. He's going to attack at random. One or two is Jacques or Kazaran. One Jacques, two Kazaran. The real Kazaran and the real Jacques. So yes. two of each of us. You can check the dice. I got a two. Okay, so that's me then. Yep. That's why I'm wearing armor. <laughs> All right. It's going to go up and try to make two attacks against you. Oh, double. It's got two heads. Yeah, but I'm wearing armor. Oh, that's not a not great. Um, both of those are going to miss. Yeah. Nice. Um, he, he goofed. And so with one arm, I block it with the the sturdy bark. I guess you would call it like bark armor. What was the name of the spell? Bark skin. Bark skin. And uh, the other one, um, I guess I dodge it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait for when he finally hits you, because at that point, your bark will be worse than his bite. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. All right, and that is the end of his turn. Um, unless, now that would be the end of his turn. I don't think he would have a reason to try to dispel the illusion right now. I don't think it, yeah, no, it has to spend an action yeah. to observe this. Okay, uh, next up is Jacques. What do you do? I'm giving you an opportunity, Jacques. <laughs> yeah, since he's engaged with him, I can sneak attack her. Again. Congrats on the engagement. All right, um, go ahead and give me your attack. Fucking oh, right. everything. This is gonna be insane. <laughs> Go, Jack. Okay, so that is roll damage. Plus that. How many sneak attack dice do you get at level two? One D six. Ah, still you get to roll two D six now. So that's sixteen. Sixteen. And then that's... I'll bonus action and attack again, which is an eighteen to hit. 18 will hit. Ooh. Which adds another eight. Eight. Okay. That's pretty good. As it takes that terrible hit to the side. And <laughs> Carol looks at it and goes, ah, Damn it! Get him, Jock! <laughs> I'm also going to have the illusions, like, um, preparing to make attacks, even though they're not actually. I don't want to give away the act by having a sword swing through, so. Okay. Um, sounds Just good. Uh, next Wait. up is Sothrin. She is going to... Sothrin is going to cast... She's going to cast, um, man, she's really great at combat. <laughs> um, she will try to entangle, um, this creature. With me and Jacques all around it? Uh, yes, I believe entangle is targeted, though. It's a range. It's an AoE. Oh. Sure. I mean, she can put the... She can be smart it. about it. I'm not going to make your... All right, all right, yeah, so she, we've already seen how skilled she is with the vines. Yeah, uh, she rotates it. <laughs> Yeah, she's able to make this work. She's this thing needs to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> 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 
do it for the vibe. <laughs> How do you know the Druid motto? Uh, I don't have a steel pipe to drop. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to make his saving throw to see if he can break out. This thing is fairly strong. It is able to remove the constraints on it, unfortunately. What? How do you use it? Doesn't have to use its action to break that. Uh, it's a strength saving throw to see if it gets caught. Dang it! So she is. She tried, but it's a giant mass of muscle. It's able to rip itself out of that. All right. Uh, that leads us back to the man in the robes. As he is going After to. You are, I got your <laughs> shoes. Oh, in your letter. Okay. Come get it, dumbass. He is rather intelligent. Is he left his shit? Yeah, but he also had it hidden in an illusion. <laughs> Come and get y'all shit. Um, <laughs> I found your boat. <laughs> okay. He sees that there's a lot of things here, and he sees that uh, this might be a worthy act. He is going to cast Thunder Wave. Why? Because he wants to hurt the group of adventurers in front of him because he sees you guys have doubled in number. I mean, we're all around his dog. Yeah. He's going to hurt his dog. It's a, hurt, it's a sturdy dog. He's going to hurt the dog. It's also like a zombie dog. He's so. the type of owner that beats his dog. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good guy. You know this he's already. He's a bad guy. He's like, yeah, I'll sacrifice the dog. All right, I need everybody to make me a constitution save throw. Blake, you're far enough back, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm just taunting this yeah. motherfucker. Um, uh, I'm going to use a... Does Thunder Wave require a knockback if you fail? Yes, if, if you fail. Um, yeah, so if you fail, you take 2d8 thunder damage and are pushed 10 feet away. Okay, I'm going to use a luck point to... I'm going to roll for the roll dog. The dog takes okay, the damage and is pushed. I'll keep that one. My first one was a total of 5, so my luck point is coming in use here. Um, con save... Uh, I got a 16. And 18. All right, let me double check his saving throws. I believe both of those will pass, though. Yes, there's my Ooh. damage. You guys got to um, remind me to use my sword. How much did you say again, Reed? 16. 16. Yeah, you pass. But <sighs> lucky duck. That one landed on another dice. Oh, that's damn near max damage, though. Good thing you passed. That is 15 force you damage. You would be not. I would be not. I have 14 health. Yeah, so you take seven force damage as he pushes you back. The dog is going to take that damage as well. Um, also, uh, all of the illusions don't get knocked back, so that might be enough for them oh, to roll okay. against the spell save. Yeah, that is for him to check that. Uh, I think the dog, since it took that damage and got moved, it's not going to, so we're going to see if he can save on that. Hey, did the dog just leave our threatened space? Um. It was on the front side of you, and it got pushed to the back side, so I don't think it Is it more it than did. five feet away from me? No. Okay. Because it was five feet in front of you, it's five feet behind you now. All right. Um, he rolled a 14. Uh, that's not high enough. My spell save DC is, oh, 13. It is high enough. Uh, so he looks then and goes, I see where you are. I see what's <sighs> happening here. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our face with greatness, and it's strange. Um, it's the bod. All right. That's it. Uh, okay. Shock took damage too, correct? Yes, that is the, uh, that's that there. That's the end of the turn. And what is next for Blake? Uh, oh. 
plague. I can do it. Don't make friends. Nothing. Don't make friends. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Sir, I have never harmed anything in my entire life. Be like Jock. To be like Jock. This guy with Eldritch Blast be last like time. What? Didn't you kill this thing with Eldritch Blast last time? On accident. <laughs> you killed some Kalatoa with Eldritch Blast. Yeah, I did. Uh, but yeah, still. but this is a man. Those were fish. Fish. Yeah. It's different. I mean, he's you have another spell slot. Illegal magics. Get? You hate that, right? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what I did. Nope. She just uh, honestly, she, yeah, she just she doesn't even know what she we did. We don't even think she did anything. She's just standing around while we're fighting. That's true. <laughs> this is a trend. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm going to ask you to calm down, please. please. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you? What are you doing? Because he's going to look at you and go, "You're next." No, I'm Blake. <laughs> Vicious mockery. Uh, he just is uh, glaring at you. Hi, nice to, to meet alive. you. And um, mm. once again, I'm I'm gonna try to cast charm person and just burn the rest of my spell slots. All right, let's uh, see. If, if this works, it. it's the greatest thing ever. The odds of it working are like. Wait, charm person? They have advantage if they're in a fight against you, so you should be rolling three d twenty. No, you only you can't get advantage twice. You can't get advantage twice. No matter no. what else gives you advantage, you only get one. I thought double advantage. Oh, so you can't get double disadvantage. Either. Yeah, yeah, only one. All right. Um, does a sixteen save? Yeah. Again. Sorry, he wouldn't have saved if he didn't have his. Uh, like shock. No part. All you've done is yell at people. You told him to calm down. <laughs> then you introduced yourself. Like, yeah. I got your boots. <laughs> okay, well, after Blake, it's me. Um, so after getting, like, shook to my core, um, I have to roll a concentration to see if my illusion persists. All right. Um, it's half the damage. No, it's 10 or half the damage, so it's 10. So I have plus four in my con save, so I got a dirty 20, and my illusion's stiller. Okay, persistent. so the beast is still concerned with the illusion. Yes. He's, um, but then I'm going to... Clap my hands together and please let this chill touch work. And I'm going to cast chill touch, which is a ranged spell attack. There's a 21. Okay, you that's gonna hit. At 21. So uh, chill touch is unique against undead. Um, first off, it deals 1d8 necrotic damage. All right, and it stops them from healing, right? Stops them from healing and any attack against me from that creature has disadvantage. That's powerful. That's why I'm up front. Seven damage. I, done, I did something. I did damage. <laughs> Look, the guy with the least amount of health is the front line. And um, so it says, um, if you hit the undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn. Okay. So, end of your next uh, turn. The end the of club. my next turn. That's useful because now it's his turn. So yeah, so this is the same type of thing. It's got like an undead hand, like, trying to close the jaws on one of this creature. It's covering its eyes. It's interfering like my mage hand would if it was around. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know those light games at the arcade where you're slapping around? Mm -hmm. 
Because as you do that, other eyes start opening in places in the body it shouldn't be, and it's moving You're to You're playing whack-a-mole with eyes. Then, because I didn't forget, I'm going to use my bonus action to convert my two sorcery points back into a first-level spell slot. Okay, and you move the illusion around this creature, I take it, correct? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it moves back up okay. to displace. So, it now it has to do its roll again to see which of the six of you it's going to attack. Okay. Same thing. You're one, you're two. That's five. So it <laughs> bites into one of them, and it's going to realize that something's not right here. It's going to make an intelligence save before it makes its second attack. Uh, it's an investigation check. Investigation, yeah. A nat one doesn't matter. It's going to attack that guy again at that point. It just fucked up. This guy's going to die before he even does anything to you. Well, I'm trying We're my very best. <laughs> You're doing a good job at um, <laughs> This is with pretty him. effective comment. Yes, yeah, you're... Um, I'll continue to yell. It just makes its other tag. doesn't matter if it hits or not. Oh, actually... If it hits again, we're going to see if it feels like. It just misses. Just do nothing. <laughs> it misses against that, so it doesn't even get to do anything there. All right, now it's back up to Jacques' turn. Wait. All right, since he's still engaged with Kaz, I think I'll do the same thing I did again. Yeah, I'm like, you doggy, doggy, doggy. <laughs> so, attack one. 17. A 17 will hit for sure. I thought you were going to say no, and I was like, oh, you're in trouble. Uh, so that first attack is 7 plus a d6. It's 2, so 9. 9 on the first attack. 9 on the first attack. This creature is looking really bad. And then yes, I'll use shock. my bonus action yes, to shock. hit with another short sword attack. That's a 15. All right. With a 15, that hits. Roll me your damage. Thank God. 8. Wow, man. 8. Yeah. No. Um, one less than max. I have plus three. Oh, gosh. This is disappointing. You finish off another one of the others. <laughs> How do you kill this creature? Um, I don't really want to put down a dog, so I'm going to like, just slice its neck very slowly. Oh, my gosh. Two heads, two swords. Come on. Oh, I do like that. I want to do that instead. Okay, so. <laughs> you just one short sort of up one. And it gives this terrible twitching motion as it, you feel you like more mouths than just on the head are screaming in pain as it falls to the ground, dead. And, and then I want to like flick my blades, <laughs> flick them off them, uh, put them back on like their sheets, look at the necromancer guy and go, wait. Alright, all right. <laughs> odds are even, because there's two Kazarans here. You might not actually spray me with blood this time. Uh, evens. Nah, it's a net 20. <laughs> I'm covered in blood again. <laughs> Gets in your mouth. No. Ah, <laughs> I spit at you. All right. With that, it is back to Sultheran's turn. What is she going to do? I just did a fucking, like, keyblade shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's going to like, damn, you guys got this. Uh, this is going a lot better than last time. Yeah. Um... I think she's just going to run up behind you, Kaz, and she's going to do a first-level Cure Wounds on you. Like, do oh, something. She just cast Cure Wounds on you, dude. Uh, unfortunately, it's only for five healing. That's a lot, man. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm used to running a 17-level campaign. That's enough to get me almost all the way back to full. That's pretty good. Yeah, so she does that, and then that's basically her turn. Oh, my bones. All right. It is back to this guy's turn. Ow. Carol's Choose turn. Water. All right. Uh, Carol is going to... 
<laughs> it was really just a side note, and now it's his name. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Carol of the Bell. <laughs> yep. He is going to cast. You know, no, it's a smart move. He's going to go for max damage. He's going to do Thunder Wave again. Mm. He can hit all three of us, Sulfur and me. And yeah, so I need all of you to make me a saving throw. Con again or what? Uh, con save. Uh, How bad? I'm deciding if I'm going to use a luck point or not. Because it's going to be close. Um, I'm going to use a luck point because I rolled a nine. And uh, I want to live. Okay, 21. No, 19. I can't do that. All right, 19. so 16. <laughs> 16, both of those will pass. I'm going to roll the Sultan. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Sultan is going to fail. So all right. it's eight damage raw. So you guys are going to take four each. She's going to take oh, eight. Oh, God. Or what was your healing? And there is uh, another luck point recorded. All right, she is knocked back, and that hurt her. She's not a fighter. I read that. I do, too. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a scratch on me. Like All right. Damn it, why won't you die? Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, why won't you die? Kill him, Blake. <laughs> I have a mission I must succeed in. I cannot die. Oh, this one? Fuck you! You you are not worthy to read the listener's words. We've met him. I've never read that. Don't I didn't say that. I don't even know. Um, I didn't read the letters. So. I read it. You. I was gonna tell you guys later, but I think now is a really good time. And I opened this letter. And I just read it. Oh wow! No, you are not worthy. No, I'm Blake. <laughs> I am going this to enjoy this. Well, you're up next. And he prepares to gather more magic. Blake, you're up. Um, I imagine I open this letter, and um, as I'm reading it, Eldritch Blast just comes out of the letter. <laughs> it's straight to him. Oh, man. Uh, All right, roll me your attack. All right, yeah, I think a 24 is gonna hit. <laughs> Just a guess. Nine points, points of damage. Nine points of damage. All right. This is the first time he's been I hit just yet. keep reading the entire time. Silence! Uh, Outsiders must not know of the relics. Buddy, I already read it. We were already there. <laughs> then I guess the secret will have to die with you. He's so angry. You burned my boat! <laughs> I think he's caught on that I was not the asshole who burned his boat. So, for later... Actually, yeah, I'm going to roll perception, because he's mad at both of you, but... It's inside. Oh, he thinks you both burned the boat. He didn't do well enough to realize that. I pointed it. <laughs> Is your mage hand still pointed No, I was concentrating on the spell, oh, so I couldn't have the mage hand out. All right. Uh, I took damage. I missed a con save. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, I mean, he's the only one alive. Well, it's, still, yeah. it dispels because I got a nine. So uh, the illusion of all of the others fails with the thunder wave just revealing us three. And then there were four. There was always four, you idiot. <laughs> well, let's practice a little subtraction then, shall we? Oh, so angry. <laughs> okay, that's good. Right. That's we need therapy, you said. Uh, Blake, are you doing anything else? 
no, I've already used um, most of my action economy here. Bark skin concentration. Oh shoot, it is. I have to roll to see if you still have that. Mm-hmm. Alright, Silthrin, she needed to succeed. Yeah. And That's concentration an is like. constitution. I could. I would do that uh, next. She got a nine. Okay. She so one off. My uh my fancy armor suddenly dissipates with my illusion. You had to give me a high five. You're way over there. You gotta run. I am about to. Um, so seeing that uh, my armor is now gone, but no one else is engaging this guy. No one's around it. Um, my turn, right? It is your turn. It's me after Blake. Uh, I think I'm just gonna throw a spell at him. Be like, how about we add one more to our kill count? And I'm gonna throw an ice knife at him. Yeah. He said subtraction, I said addition. I'm going to throw an ice knife at him. It's a kill count. Yeah, because we're adding. Um, I'm going How to... many are you at? I'm, I'm now thinking of bad map puns. You guys deal with that. Okay, okay. I'm throwing an ice knife at this guy. Um, I have a plus five spell attack modifier. Could you uh, just hand you the knife to throw? Uh, let me see if I can luck point this. Because I'm tired of but missing my spells. Imagine the rope. All right. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use it on attack. Um, I can use it on attack roll. I'm going to use my last luck point to um, re-roll this ice knife. Okay. Okay, nat 18 for a 23 to hit. All right, that's good. That's okay, knife. that's a good use of the luck point. So let me roll damage on the ice knife. Uh, I need him to make a dexterity saving throw as a shard of ice, in, what do you call it, impales himself in his poor unarmored robes. 1d10 piercing damage, and then it explodes. All right, let's see if he can make his dex save. He got 21 on his deck save. Well, okay. Well, I got eight damage on the D10. So how and, much is that total? Um, I haven't rolled the explosive. So then it explodes for 2D6 uh, for another eight. So total 16 damage as the knife. Okay. But he knife. passed his deck. So <laughs> okay. Ife knife. So then uh, just an additional four for a total of 12. 12. Great. Okay. And then I'm going to move all the way up into his business, high-fiving Blake on the way. That doesn't, that really doesn't work because Blake's 30 feet away. It's not, it's not. What do you mean? She was in the back. That's oh. The back. Yeah. That's then I will give her an air five, wishing count. I had my mage hand up. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to move right up to this guy and I uh, give finger guns at Jacques like, I'm distracting you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> With uh, that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it would have my little dagger out, too. My little ornate dagger. Just, oh. I don't use it for anything, but... Okay. I'd have my knife out. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. I have to be threatening. Uh-oh, Mac just thought of something. I just thought of something good. Heat metal, let's go. Mac just thought of something. <laughs> All right, Jacques, it is your turn, because the zombie dog is dead. Okay. We, we, we sneak around back, and we go on attack Sweet. him with the sneak attack. We. All right. <laughs> Roll me that attack. 18. 18 will hit. Sneak attack, sneak attack. Let's go. Combo. That's max damage on the main hit. So 9 plus max damage on the 6 is 15. Alright. would be nothing without me. <laughs> and then I'll roll for my uh, two weapon fighting. Uh, 17 to hit. A 17 is going to hit. Let's go. Uh, only a 2, so 5 on the second hit. All right, that's enough to bring him right to the brink of death. He is not doing good. All right. Tell us what you know, and we'll let you live. Actually, 
Actually, they were supposed to capture him alive. Why? I don't know. That's what I was asked. Lots of money involved. Oh, right. right. We don't know that Gabriel or um, Yorin told her that. Oh, but Grayson's like, saying right. <laughs> tell us. Tell us what you know. We'll spare you. Roll me an intimidation check. Ooh, I'm good at intimidation. He's not very scary, though. <laughs> yeah, but I've just helped Jacques. I've hit him. I just hit him with magics and we killed his dog. You're very well. Very okay, intimidation, I have a plus five. That one. <laughs> yeah. out of luck points. <laughs> I know more than you will ever. That's why I want you to tell us. And I know half of what you know. Uh, I will uh, have a taste of some liquid death. Grayson? <laughs> you lick your blade. <laughs> I can't handle this. Look right now. <laughs> My place in the new world will be resting upon your corpses. And he does not seem to relinquish um, the will to fight. Okay. Sultrin is up next. Uh, Jacques, she's going to try to heal you with oh, the last God. ability to cure wounds. How do you look? I'm 6 out of 17. All right. She gives you 6 you HP. Look about the same. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Um, this guy is now. No more red dot. Does Sultrin say anything? Oh, about yeah. Um, her peepees and their. You are not welcome here, Willbreaker! Necromancer, your kind is vile and an abomination of the natural order. Be gone. And they should just heal you instead of hitting him. And Be gone. Heal. <laughs> he just looks around and goes, The order is no longer relevant. We will make something new, something better. The past will be the present, and the future will be glorious. And he readies a spell. You have no part in it. <laughs> yes. And he is going to do two things. First off, he's going to cast a spiritual weapon. Ooh. And he is going to make an attack at Jacques, because you just hit him last. <laughs> what is his spiritual oh, weapon look like? He doesn't want to hit me. Unfortunately, no. Jacques just did a lot of damage. What's his spiritual weapon look like? His spiritual weapon looks... Well, instead of it being a standard sword, it's monstrous. It's an ever-amorphous orb that changes, and as it comes into swing at you, it turns into these monstrous claws. That's kind of scary. Ooh, a little bit. And I'm going to okay. guess that a... Uh, I wish I could dispel magic. 23 hits... Why would you think that? I don't know. It's a good <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I might be able to do something. I have to open that. That's only for you. I know. I have to check. Because I was within range of touch. All right. Let me roll. Let me double check the damage that this will deal. I'm sorry. I'm out of luck points. As long as it's not a... All right. I just realized something. What? Mm. Okay, that is going to be a total of six damage. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm an idiot. That's a one. I did not. That was not a four, so that's four damage. Oh, we like that. Wait, we don't six like damage? That, that's not how math works. It should have been seven or... I, <laughs> we're moving on. All right. So you only take four damage. Only. Yes. <laughs> and just, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> The second thing he's going to do, since that was a bonus action spell, 
It's all bonus action? Yeah, spiritual weapon's a bonus action. At least, no, let me double check that. Yeah, casting time, one bonus action. He is going to cast Sacred Flame. So I need... I thought to summon the spiritual weapon costs an action. Cast time, bonus action, I'm looking at it right now. But then to move it or attack with it, you have to... So is it just summoned right now and it doesn't hit Well, it, he can do both. You can summon it and attack it on the same turn. Oh, okay, wait, never mind. So he summoned it. He did not get that attack off on you then. Or he could use it too. He can attack with it too. He can use he a regular action. action. To attack. Uh, he just can't do sacred flame after. He's going to do his... Actually, he's going to... Screw it. He has already made his attack against you, and he is... Yeah, he's not too happy about that, so he hits you with that four damage there. Ooh, boy. That's, I mean, that's a lot of damage. That's, still, that's yeah, a third I'm, of my health. It's still not looking great. Almost. Not quite. But All right. Unless they say red dotted. Yes. And next up is... The Lackey. Blake. Okay, so both of you look rough. Uh, I'm at half. Yeah. I'm just under half. You're a ways away, and I would have to use a full dash. Can you... No, you can get on. No, he's, you're, he's really low. No, to get to you, either of you, and use a touch. <laughs> you're the strong one. Can you We're run 30 up feet and strangle away from him? <laughs> <laughs> you're about 30 feet. I'm not going to make you use a dash action to get in the mix. <laughs> Blake, we're 30 feet away from you. That sounds a lot more fun, Grayson. <laughs> I mean, he's low. And we want, we're supposed to get, well, you know, he's, you know that you want to get him alive. We don't know that. <laughs> Let's go for it then. <laughs> All right, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna sneak around the back of this guy and jump on his back. All right, <laughs> uh, roll me a contested strength check. <laughs> contested. Strength. You're gonna grapple him. <laughs> yeah, basically. He got an eleven. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Eighteen. All right, you've got him there, and he yeah, kind of—you see fear in his like, eyes as he's hurt and grappled. But as I'm holding him, it's like arms around him, but I'm still holding the shoes and the letter. Hold him still, Blake. And he's like, no, no, not like this. I need help. Okay. Um, And as it falls to your turn, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. I can do that. I can do that. As you hear the whispers begin to shriek in your ear. No! Kill them! Kill them! Oh, no. Oh, no. It's pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Let's modify it. It's good. Uh, Wisdom. Plus zero. I got a 16. Okay. That is the DC. So you begin to feel these voices screaming at you and your vision goes red for a second and you're like, yes, I I should kill them. And you begin to ready magic and stop in time. Um, But with this kind of infringement of my mind, it reminds me of one of my cantrips uh, called Mind Sliver. And uh, this is a disorienting spike of psychic energy on a creature I can see. So I'm going to be like, no. We. Don't kill him. I'm not going to. We. We. Don't need any help. And I'm going to cast Mind Sliver, non-lethally, but it's still intelligent saving throw. All right. So I'm just trying to uh, force him into unconsciousness with this uh, spike of psychic energy. I'm giving him a migraine. Okay. Let's see if he can survive his intelligence I saves. I cast migraine. <laughs> intelligence saves are very poor and it was very rare. So this should be good odds. You only got an eight. Okay. I have a DC of 13. So I roll 1d6 psychic damage and uh, 
I'm trying to just uh, make him, him unconscious. Or psychic damage. He's barely clinging to life. Well, I'm up next. Damn, I regret not Papa, fucking... Just <laughs> It's like, really funny. Jock. Yep, you're up next, Jock. Punch him in the face, Jock. I just want to bop him with the hilt of my sword. Pommels. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, roll me an attack of advantage because he's restrained. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take the 21. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Oddly enough, it doesn't hit this time. <laughs> um, he's low enough your modifier is going to knock him. Sweet. So just how do you... You just... Punk. <laughs> to be honest, I want to go up, boop him on the nose, and then boop him with the hand, <laughs> pull my short sword. No, Jacques, I will get... <laughs> and he's out. Jacques, another one on his belt. He killed another one. Well, oh, he's alive, guys. Yeah. All right, you have this man unconscious and restrained. All right. And you guys have... Won the combat. There's no one left to fight you right now. Woo! I summon my mage hand. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I can summon mage hand. We can play rock, paper, scissors all the time. <laughs> That'd be sweet. The, the Maybe worst. I'll teach you mage hand if you've never cast it before. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I could have just cast that. Um, okay. You guys have this man unconscious and restrained. What do you do now? Um, I think we should try and find a long stick to have a way to carry him because we're not good at carrying him. <laughs> the Koa Toa isn't here. I think they're all dead. Yeah, the, the whole tribe? Koa-toa? Well, the ones that were here. Um, the we're... ones that were here, yeah. So now that you're here, you can do a little bit more of a investigation check to understand the situation if you would like. Yeah, I want to look around. I want to see. What Actually, you know what? You don't, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You yeah. have enough time to understand this. I want to see what he's going after. What he was doing is he realized that the Koatoa knew something, and so what he did is he started dismantling their camp. He turned some of them into soldiers, and the others, he was hurting them, and then he was putting a compulsion on them to go get help. And they were coming to the relic that heals people. So he would have a crew of them captured by the zombies. He would stab one and make it, and then compel it to go find help, and it would go lead him towards the relic. Uh, and he was stopped because he didn't have enough time to figure out the puzzle. He uh, was trying to do that when you guys got here. He figured out he needed blood in the bowl, but he wasn't able to put anything of value in it. Jacques had it figured out. Jacques figured it out. <laughs> Jacques. Um, so yeah. he was denied access to the hospital. Um, Sultan, is it all right if we uh, take this guy back to Yorin? Seems like he has some information. We'd like to try to get out of him, but I think uh, we give him over to Yorin. He'll take him to the nearest civilized uh, fortifications. Um, that is an oh, option. Gavril is taking him. A Gavril, uh, We're going Gavril is going to the city-states. Merrick is going to an outpost. Yorin is going to the caldera. We're going with Yorin. Yes. We also could take him instead. I don't know if I want the information of the relics getting out. Oh, I did promise. I did promise. So the exiles might take him along. Hopefully we'll get him to break and get some information out of him. Um, Do you have any way to contact us if we leave this place? 
Um, myself, no. But the other, I am known among the exiles, and we are, it doesn't take long searching to find us. If you talk to one of them, we have ways of communicating among each other. We can maybe leave the interrogation to her, and if she learns anything, or when she learns something, as I imagine she's going to, you're going to keep at it, right? You're not just going to let them off the hook. No, definitely not. And when you learn something, you can pass it on to us. You said we can talk to the elders. I'm sure we'll run into the nomads, the exiles again. Because friends make secrets. And secrets make friends. Secrets. That's, that's how it goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exile info later. All right, so once she is able to get this man to break, she'll try to send some information on to you guys. Do you, do we have ink on us, anybody? I do. My mage hand takes my notes. Can, can, I, borrow, can I borrow some? Uh, you can dictate a message to the mage hand. Or I can okay. just give it to you. You would just need to speak to the uh, mage hand. I really just want to write, like, on this guy's, like, hand or something. <laughs> like a heart junk. <laughs> okay, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Um, do you, you just do that? write it, or do you tattoo it? How much time do we have? You have, you have enough time. Enough time to tattoo it. It would be a stick and poke tattoo, but you could do it. I really want a stick and poke tattoo. <laughs> okay. All right. The Except room. I'm going to change it then. I just want to put the word, I just want to put my name with a heart around it. Like a like mom tattoo. <laughs> and you put it on his hand. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, sounds good. Uh, okay. You guys are able to do that. Um. <clears throat> Uh, while you're also there, you're kind of moving him around, and as you do, you hear a little bit of like of a clink in his pockets. I'm not going to deny you guys the loot because you didn't execute him. Oh, yeah, I'm going to search him for sure. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Has Carol got more bells? Uh, he does not have more bells, but he has enough to buy some more bells. He's got 25 gold on him. Hey. Holy shit! He also has... Um, That's an allowance? <laughs> Wait, no, we're gonna unpack this for just a moment. That's an allowance? Well, on bad weeks. You know, we got paid five for the whole job. I've been no, we a signing bonus of 30 gold. Did you get a signing bonus? No. No, you guys got a signing bonus you of 10 gold. signing bonuses, yeah. Out of 30 gold? Yeah, 30 gold? Where's your money? I know my worth. Lieutenant, so I should get a pay raise. He said you get a pay raise. Oh, yeah. And he said he's going to pay us. I'm not even doing it for the money, but. You didn't even mean to sign up. Anyway, what's the problem? I did right. sneak onto the boat. You see, he's got a potion in there as well. Oh, my God. We it's can't a, of a light blue tint. Oh, we can't heal. <laughs> um, and then lastly, he has. Is it like cyan or like blue? It's so like uh, or, uh, teal. Ocean teal. blue. Teal. Okay. Teal, teal. Yeah. Um, and it's got WB on the side of it. Western Digital. West Berlin. Wimpy bitch. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Solithurn will be able to take a look at this for you guys and tell you on the walk back um, that it's a potion of water breathing. Ooh. And lastly, there is a singular... Um, Looks like a piece of paper of something that he had prepared earlier that he uh, didn't get the chance to use, Ooh, and it's a uh, improved spell scroll of raised. Uh, raised dead. It's, it's the one that makes a zombie that doesn't bring people back. It's the. Uh, 
Reanimate corpse. Reanimate corpse, yes. I'm not giving you the high level spell. I'm giving you the here's a zombie. Yay, illegal spell word. Actually, uh, that one is legal. It's the uh, other one that he uh, just frowned upon. It's everything that I've done this entire time. In certain circles, you don't even know. To us, you almost did nothing. All you did was talk to him for a little bit while we're dying, and then you go bear hug him and hold him still. Actually, it just took you a while. Strong woman, Blake. I'm gonna see if Sultrin. She um, knows what she knows did. what she did. Will breaker. <laughs> um. All right. As they're tying her up, she's gonna call you aside. Go, Blake. Uh, can I have a word with you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, so, Blake, how long have you been doing magic? Okay. So this is kind of a long story, but like, if you count the three days we were locked in the thing, like four days. If you count not. The three days we were locked in the thing, one day. <laughs> okay, um, I'm, that gives you some leniency, okay? Leniency on what? Blake, you did something really bad there. Did like what? You don't even realize you did it? Okay, so the whole magic thing has been really new. Okay. And I don't exactly understand it. Wait, Blake, where do you get your powers from? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, man. Like you need to be careful. You cast a charm spell. Oh. You did that accidentally. Whatever you're getting your magic from, did that without trying. Oh. And that's a really bad thing. Like, other people will kill you for that. Oh, great. So not just these guys. Yeah, no, be... You need to learn to control this, okay? Can I ask you a question? Yes. So the other night I had this really strange dream. Okay, uh, what was what was in the dream? Um, I was standing on top of a wave and it was just this pair of blue eyes that were staring at me. And they they said that um, you must find me before the end and that they'll basically grant me the power needed. Huh. But this was when we arrived. Right. I'm going to roll to see if she knows anything about um, warlocks to see if she can give you the information you need. Let's go. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> she seems to know. goes, okay, um, I don't know a good way to say this, so I'm just going to say it. You made a deal with something. Somehow, some way, something is giving you power in exchange for a deal. I haven't made a deal, though. All the signs are pointing that you somehow have. Is, I, did you have a meal with a stranger and you made an agreement on something that may not have seemed important? Did you read some books and read some passages aloud? No, I grew up pretty normal. I haven't done anything weird. I traveled with my dad who was a merchant and this is that was about it. This is bizarre. He's not magical that I know of and... I don't know anything about my mom, but. Huh. I, I'm going to think on this, Blake. I'm, I have some ideas, but I don't know much yet. I'll do some digging, speak with the other elders, maybe. And I won't mention you by name, of course. Well, I'll see if we can figure out what, it, what is going on there's here. There's only, like, one weird thing I could possibly think of. What is it? Well, 
You see, when I was born, I was born deaf in one ear. Um, and it's always been normal, but since the caldera has gone quiet, I've heard a call. What what does this call sound like? It's just sometimes it's noises, sometimes it's whispers you can't make out. It's just, it's a call, and I'm going there basically on a hunch. Oh. Well, that voice told you to find her, so I suppose that's likely what the call is for. That's what I'm thinking, but I don't know who it is or what it is or why it is. Okay. Be cautious, Blake. Beings of this magnitude don't always have the best intentions of mortals in their heart. Yeah, I've heard stories of that. I just didn't think it was possible that something was... I don't know of a deal. Yeah. Or a trade or anything. Hmm. Be cautious. I don't know much else to say other than that, and I'll try to figure out what I can about this. Pale eyes over a sea. Yeah, woman's voice. A woman's voice. Mm-hmm. And able to use enchantment magic. Yeah. Hmm. I'll think on this. Okay, well, thank you for not executing me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just be careful. Let's not have anyone else do that either, okay? All right. And uh, she kind of leaves you guys to... It was the closest thing to a mom talk my character's ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that, you guys um, are heading back to camp. Is there anything else you're doing on the island before you make it back? No. Grabbing more fire kiwi. (laughs) All right, you're grabbing fire kiwi. You get there, and everyone is ready to go their boats they worked double time through the night they heard some commotion and were like screw it we're going we went to escort her and come back just carrying a bunch of fruit (laughs) and before we um get back uh we make sure that she's keeping the prisoner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i want to i want to make sure i take their robe okay because blake has the other one and I think it might be useful to have two of these robes later on. So I'm going to make sure we take that, stash it in my pack, uh, probably at the bottom of the pack, just in case, and then, um, all right, return. She, you guys carry this now man in his skivvies um, across. You reach the beach north of your camp. Sothrin um, is able to see her boats on the water. They come over and they pick her up and they take the prisoner. And uh, she looks at you guys and goes, all right, remember, you can find me by speaking to the other exiles. Be careful, be safe, watch out for these men, and uh, may the Lady of the Fair Tides watch over you. And she gives you a wave and hops in the boat. We. We. All right. Um, shout outs, thank you for listening. Um, I hope the audio is better in this episode as well. Um, if you have anything you want to share with us, tweet at us at dynamicdicednd on Twitter. And um, we'll be back every Monday, hopefully, from here on out. Yep. And coming up, you guys are heading off to the Caldera to a <laughs> new adventure. Uh, I'd also like to shout out uh, the Taco Bell crispy chicken wings, uh, Waterloo strawberry sparkling water, this is uh, and the number three. Grace's favorite. <laughs> all right. Um, thank oh, you all for listening, and we'll catch you next Monday. Bye. Bye.